Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of From Here to There, Redefining Home. We are going to talk about something that often comes up whenever I'm meeting with potential sellers about selling their home. We all add things over the years, whether it's by choice or something breaks down and we have to repair it or replace it. Um, And sometimes we hope that every single dollar we put into our house will come back to us when we sell our house as an increase in value. Um, We're going to talk today about the language that I sometimes use again with sellers, which is talking about items that add value to your home, which means that it's going to increase the potential market price of your home versus items that increase desirability. So what I mean by that is that there's certain items that maybe you're not getting dollar for dollar what you put into it as an upgrade. Um, and those will return to you in an increased sales price. But then there's items for things that you've added to your home that are fantastic that you've added those to your home, but don't necessarily equal a, a line item that we add additional value on um, for whenever we're pricing a home. So sometimes that's a little bit difficult to understand. So I just wanted to take a few minutes to kind of delve into that a little bit um, and explain the difference in between the two. So I would really encourage you, if you really want an in-depth conversation about things that will increase um, both value and desirability in your home, I would encourage you to pause this episode and go back to episode 19 um, on our podcast, where we do have some great tips on things to spend money on in your home. So if you're looking to do a home improvement project or you got a bonus or something like that and you want to invest in your home, episode 19 is where you're going to want to click back to. Um, But just a a real quick recap of episode 19, um, when we gave the top six things that would be a great investment in your home, one was flooring, two was outdoor living, outdoor living spaces, entertaining um, spots, three was lighting, upgrading your builder grade uh, light fixtures, and even smart home technology type things. Um, Four was plumbing fixtures, meaning like faucets, even kitchen sink, those kinds of things. Um, Five was paint and general cleanliness of your home. And then number six was outdoors again with landscaping, curb appeal, those type of things. So episode 19 really goes in depth um, on each one of those bullet points and things that are popular with buyers right now, if you're looking for that, um, those kind of tips. But um, those are still my recommendations. I went back and listened to that episode to make sure I still agreed with it. Um, you know, things are quick moving in a real estate market, but certainly I, I still agree with all of those tips that were in that episode. Um, so what I want to say is increasing the actual dollar figures of your home, increasing your home as market value over maybe your neighbor's home. And that would be um, being up to date so if you have an older home, older can sometimes even mean 15 years if, the, if certain items that you installed in your house aren't really all that popular anymore. So um, an up-to-date home is going to draw a bigger market value. Up-to-date can be all those things in that episode. So up-to-date flooring, paint that looks really great. Um, appliances that are in style, as well as plumbing fixtures and lighting and all of that. But that general overall up-to-date look. So um, people still want hard surface countertops, um, granite, quartz. There's lots of different products out there, but just opposed to, um, 
on the contrast would be something like Formica, those kind of plasticky countertops that a lot of builders put in. Um, we see that a lot of buyers are not looking for tiled countertops um, either. So, so being up to date, fresh, clean, pretty backsplash, pretty lighting, all of that, buyers will pay for that. And when we're making adjustments as a real estate agent, um, we certainly are looking at how many pretties you have in your house being up to date. Um, uniqueness is also something that can draw value, but unique in a good way. There's there's unique in a bad way and unique in a good way. Um, so I know that one time we sold a home and it was very mid-century modern. Well, most of the houses in the neighborhood had a touch of mid-century modern just because of when they were built. But the, um, these clients really did a top-notch five-star type job um, on upgrading and making it look mid-century modern. So every light fixture was that way. Um, even the furniture selections were that way. Um, so it made them unique because it was just the poster child for what mid-century modern should look like. So that would be an example of being unique, but in a good way. Sometimes even outdoor areas can be unique in a good way. Um, if you step out onto a back patio and it feels like you're in... Um, you know, a, a restaurant's really nice, lush back porch with water features and plants and things like that, that can set you apart from the neighbors and um, really make a buyer feel like I have to have this house. There's no other house like it out there. So, so being unique in that kind of good way. Um, views. So having really pretty views can also add value to your home. That's certainly not something you can change necessarily after you move in. But um, we do have buyers who are willing to pay premium dollars for views. Um, also, a pool kind of falls into those categories. So I'm certainly not telling you to run out and put a pool in, especially right now with the demand, um, the driving up the price on pools. Um, but pools are still very much in demand. We saw a big peak of that whenever COVID rolled into our lives and still um, buyers are willing to pay tens of thousands of dollars extra for a home that has a pool. And these are in-ground pools um, versus a neighbor's house that doesn't have that. Um, um, and then also square footage, that's kind of one of those well-duh type bullet points, but square footage will increase the value of your home. That's a reason that we only, uh, when we're pricing a home, only use homes that are within 20% of the square footage of the home we're trying to price. So 20% smaller, 20% bigger, but nothing outside of that just to make sure we're, we're nailing down a correct price. So buyers will definitely pay uh, if a house has an extra bathroom or it has a full bath instead of a half bath or even square footage in a garage, you know, having a three car garage versus a two car garage. Um, but definitely will pay for square footage. Um, those are, those are definitely things that, that buyers are willing to pay for. Um, appraisers won't necessarily give value for my next item. Um, but I think that home buyers do. So landscaping, um, if it's really nice, especially landscaping, um, that are perennials, not annuals, they have to change out all the time, but something really established, really great mature trees, um, or just really pretty flower rock beds, those type of things. Um, again, that kind of falls into the uniqueness category. I, I live in a neighborhood, um, you know, where a lot of the homes are, somewhere around 10 years old and there's a lot of people who haven't done anything in the backyard and then people that have done just an amazing job of making their backyard somewhere that you want to hang out and buyers will pay for that for sure. 
desirability. So we're, we're the first little few minutes that we were talking, we were talking um, about what buyers will actually shell out more dollars for. Um, but the next section I think is harder for home owners to really understand when I say it, but desirability is an improvement to your home that necessarily doesn't, that doesn't necessarily bring a dollar figure with it, but will help your home sell quicker than a house down the street. And so sometimes shorter days on market can in a backdoor kind of way, increase your sales price. Obviously, if you've been on the home for several or on the market for several months versus several hours or several days, the people with the shorter days on market will tend to get more money. So if you want to look at it that way, you could say that it could increase your market value, but it definitely increases desirability. So these are things that buyers are looking for, but not necessarily willing to kind of line item pay a few thousand dollars extra here and there for them. Um, So that would be things like gutters. Gutters are important in Texas. I, I wish that builders, all builders would just as a standard option, put gutters on homes, but they don't. So gutters, I go to a homeowner's house and they've paid a lot of money to add gutters to their house. And I say, that is fantastic. A buyer will appreciate that. A lot of buyers will, some won't even care or notice. Um, but the buyers that, that will appreciate it don't necessarily say, okay, so I will pay 3000 or $5,000 more for this house than the neighbor's house. Maybe they should, because they don't have to deal with putting those on and coming out of you know, cash out of pocket. But that's a desirability thing, not something we really line item out as an agent to add value on. Sprinkler system, same thing. Buyers like sprinkler systems. Buyers ask during showings if a house has a sprinkler system. But I have found that most of the time we do not adjust price due to a sprinkler system um, being added. Water softeners, same thing. So water softeners are supposed to convey, come with the house. So go from the current homeowner to the new buyer whenever you sell the house. Um, But they don't necessarily add a dollar figure on. And I know there's a big range in how much water softeners are, and it kind of seems unfair um, that you don't get a dollar figure for that. But again, it's a desirability thing. So um, kind of like if somebody really likes the the color you chose for your front door, they just think it's just great. They're perfect front door. They don't necessarily want to pay more money for it, but they like it. Makes them come back to your house. Maybe makes them select your home over the other four houses they looked at that day. So it's an improvement, but again, not necessarily a line item addition to the market value of your home. Another one, you guys are going to probably turn this podcast off when you hear this because you're not going to like it, but don't shoot the messenger. Um, Big ticket items, right? So you put in a new air conditioner for several thousand dollars. You put on a new roof for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. It seems like you should get more money for that, right? Not necessarily. Sometimes, yes. So you change out to a metal roof from a um, a composition roof. You could definitely get some money for that. Um, but you're even if you get some value, it's certainly not going to even come anywhere close to what you paid for it. So why, right? Well, the reason a lot of times that you have a new roof is from hail. And most of the people in your neighborhood probably experienced a similar storm. Or if there wasn't a storm, you replaced it because your roof was simply 30 years old, then your other neighbors are probably replacing their roofs too. So 
if you can follow me on this as an agent, when we're getting ready to price a house, so um, we we go to the, the MLS, we pull up the name of your neighborhood. So we go to Oak Hills. Okay, we go to Oak Hills, we pull up your little area of that neighborhood, um, similar square footage, your one story. So we only pulled one story homes, that type of thing. And then we're talking to you on the phone, trying to come up with some pricing before we come out to your house. And you tell us, and I put a new roof on um, back in 20... You can say, well, we had a big storm in our neighborhood um, back in 2019. So in that 2019 storm, we had to replace our roof and it was a $17,000 roof. So we put that on there. And you know, that AC, that AC was really getting up there in years. It was 25 years old and it finally went out on us and we put in a new AC. So there you go. We've spent getting on almost $40,000 into those things. And the new buyer's not going to have to worry about those things. Well, that's fantastic. And a buyer is going to appreciate that. And whenever they ask their agent how old those items are, and they say, you know, they've both been replaced in the past five years or so, the buyer's going to say, that is great. I'm so glad I don't have to worry about that. But do you necessarily get, you know, an extra 10, 15, $20,000 on the market value of your home? No, you don't. And here's why. Because everyone in your neighborhood also had a 25-year-old air conditioner. And they've likely had to replace it. Or whenever the buyer comes through and the AC only works half the time, they're going to have to replace it at that time. So just because you have a functioning AC and a roof that is not in need of immediate replacement doesn't mean you get more value. What it does mean is that your neighbor three houses down that didn't do either one of those things and has a window unit shoved in one window in an attempt to um, try and cool the house down from the failing AC and then he's got some water spots on his ceiling because he hasn't replaced his roof, we're going to subtract value from his home. So you having a fully functional house that you've done a great job of maintaining doesn't necessarily increase your market value, but your neighbor who didn't do those things is going to have to decrease his the value of his home. And he is probably going to have to decrease the value of his home by even more than what you paid. So let's say your AC and your roof combined was you know $30,000 to replace those two things combined. I guarantee that your neighbor, if both of those things really need to be done on his house, is going to have to decrease his house by more than the 30000 to get a buyer to bite. So hopefully that makes you feel like it's a little bit more fair that you're not getting value for that um, because you would be um, negatively punished, I guess. Your price would be negatively impacted if you hadn't done those things. So just keeping up with the maintenance of a home and having a well-maintained home will help you sell faster, will help you have significantly less headaches whenever the buyer does inspections, and will have a lot more people interested in your house. I can tell you even um, somewhat inexperienced buyers and experienced agents can spot a roof that's failing and can feel when an AC or a heater is failing too when they're touring a house. So it does impact value, but it is not a line item increase in value. So hopefully you're still listening and you're not mad at me for sharing that information. Um, I'd be happy to go into more depth with you on that, but just keeping up with what you have to keep up with as a homeowner doesn't necessarily increase the value of your home. Um, 
solar energy. So this is a hot button. I know a lot of us get a lot of calls from solar salespeople. And I will tell you, even a year or two years ago, um, I would have said, don't put solar on your house. You're not going to get a penny for it. Well, times are a changing a little bit. Not dramatic pendulum swinging the other way change, but we have seen a slight change where some appraisers and some buyers are willing to give some money um, for more additional money to a house that does have solar. Not the value of solar. They're not willing to add, you know, 15 or 20 or plus $20,000 to your house. But I have seen um, some value given, you know, 5,000, maybe a little bit more, maybe 7,000, um, maybe just slightly more if it's a really high end home, you know, a, um, over $500,000 home. Um, sometimes we'll see closer to that $10,000 mark on solar, um, added, but it is definitely not something you're going to add just to increase the value of your home. That would be a poor decision at this time. Things are changing with solar, so maybe in another couple of years that I might take that statement back and have to revise what that statement is. Um, but for now, we would definitely not recommend adding solar to increase the value of your home. Now, if you're going to stay there for 10, 20, 30 years, and it's something that's important to you, then go for it. But if you're going to turn around and sell your home in two, three, five, six years, it would not be my recommendation to add solar. So there's my little two cents on that. Um, green features are another thing that people like and may choose your home over another home, but are not going to necessarily, green features are not necessarily going to add value to the market value of your home. So, um, you know, tankless water heaters, which are great. I can't wait. Um, don't, don't tell anyone I said that, but I can't wait for ours to go out so we can do a tankless water heater. Um, and you know, rain catchment systems and all of those type, um, energy saving features. They are nice and desirable, but are not necessarily increasers to the market value of your home. So, um, I know this is kind of a short episode, but I really just wanted to explain that because whenever I talk about um, desirability versus dollar figures, and sometimes that's a confusing point. So I just wanted to take a minute today to explain that to everybody. Um, another thing I tend to tell home sellers is buyers are human beings just like you and I, and they are walking up to a house to look at it with an invisible checklist that they aren't even aware of sometimes in the forefront of their mind. And when they get out of their car and they see your house and they see, um, let's say that they walk up to one house and it's been freshly painted. The front door looks great. The plants look pretty. They're thinking, they're walking up there feeling confident. This is really nice. This is really cute. Okay. How much is this house? They're already thinking this is a winner um, versus when they're walking up to a house and there's some paint chipping and wood rot and a lot of weeds in the front yard. They've already have their invisible checklist out and they're saying, okay, so I'd have to resod the front and I'd have to repaint the front. Okay. Let's see. Maybe there's some mirror inside that'll make those things seem minor. And then they walk in your front door and you've taken care of all the items and it smells good and it looks good. You're continuing down the positives of their, their checklist versus someone um, walking into a house and thinking, okay, I don't mind sprucing up the front. I kind of like that kind of thing. That's fine with me. And then walking in and seeing another project 
then another project and another project that will make them cross your home off their list before they even get more than 10 feet in the front door. So a lot of um, these tips and again, the tips that are in episode 19 will help you stay in the positive on a buyer's invisible checklist instead of slipping over into their no, get me out of here checklist. Um, and I know that a lot of people listening to this podcast aren't necessarily thinking of selling, um, but your home is one of the most valuable things you own and probably a pretty good um, percentage of your retirement picture. And I just want to make sure that you're making smart decisions always with the thought that one day the house will be sold, whether that's in a couple of months, a couple of years, or a couple of decades. It's just something that you definitely want to keep in the forefront of your mind. If you have specific questions about your home or improvements that you're thinking of making, or maybe you've already made, I would be happy to answer those um, for you. Our website is www.com redefining home sa as in san antonio.com so redefining home sa.com you can find a link to all of our podcasts on there you can ask um, us questions on the inquiry forms you can search homes you can read a little bit more about us um, but we'd love to hear from you my personal phone number is 210-621-4153 if you want to call me or text me i would be happy to talk about projects with you even even if selling is not something on your radar screen anytime in the near future. So thank you for joining us. Hopefully you've liked this podcast. You'll share it with a friend. Um, We'd love to hear from you if you have feedback or any requests for upcoming episodes. Thank you so much.